afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of So You Want to Talk About Leadership, where I'm your host, Tony Miller Jr. Yes, today we're going to be talking about the domino effects of poor leadership. Last week we talked about the NFL and the COVID, their COVID vaccination memo that they sent out to the league. And today we're going to be talking about COVID again because COVID has found its way on my doorstep. And so let's dive right into it. So this past Monday, my wife and I received an email from our son's daycare stating that one of his teachers has tested positive for COVID. Now, immediately after that, I mean, really, literally after that sentence, they say there will not be, don't worry, there will not be an interruption in any of your services. If you want to quarantine, you can. If not, that's up to you. Everything has been cleaned and, and everything's good. So like your services will not be interrupted. Now they do highlight that the CDC guidelines and the state health department does recommend that close contacts quarantine 10 to 14 days. However, they make sure to note that it's not required. And then they talk about how the, the reason it's not required is because of the psychological impacts that isolation and quarantine have on the families that can be even more detrimental. Now, obviously my wife and I are very disappointed and upset about the message that we see from our daycare. So I get off work early to go pick up my son. Cause I want to get him tested and see if he's positive. Cause I know he's a close contact, but I, I want to speak with the director to kind of understand some, cause I have some questions. I have some questions. So I get there as I'm asking my questions. Some of my questions are answered. So the first question I had was, was the teacher wearing a mask? The teacher was not wearing a mask. And before I could ask if the teacher was vaccinated, the director told me that the teacher was unvaccinated. So you had a unvaccinated, unmasked teacher working with a population that can't be vaccinated because my son is 18 months. So he's in the classroom with kids that are either two years old or younger, two years old or younger. He goes between those two classrooms. So that was the first problem that I had because as a result of the leadership at the daycare, not enforcing the mass policy, which was told to me last week that vaccinated teachers could be maskless because they're vaccinated, but unvaccinated teachers had to wear masks. Now it was told to me that they haven't been monitoring. They haven't been enforcing the unvaccinated teachers and who needed to be, to be wearing masks. And so in my opinion, that's irresponsible. That's risking the health and safety of not just my child, but the other kids that are in his class. And I think that's just poor leadership. And so one of the dominoes that fall with that is that when a teacher tests positive and they're unmasked, you now have two year olds, one year olds, 18 month olds who are now exposed to COVID. So that's one domino that is falling. Now, another example of poor leadership is they're choosing not to quarantine. They're choosing not to shut these two classrooms down. They're choosing not to follow 
the CDC guidelines and the state health departments guidelines and instructions really to prevent an outbreak. That's that's why you that's why you quarantine. That's why you isolate, because that teacher, regardless of how long she was there before she was sent home, she came into contact with other teachers. She came into contact with other kids, but they they chose to make quarantining optional. Now, my wife and I, we chose to quarantine our son just to be just to be safe. We end up finding out that our son, Trey, tested positive. Now, we're really upset because now our son has been exposed, not only exposed, but now he's contracted COVID-19 from a teacher who is unvaccinated and unmasked. And now, so I call the next day to let them know, to be a responsible parent, let them know that our son is tested positive. So they say, okay, thanks. We'll send a message out. Now, what ended up happening, they spoke to all the, the parents whose kids may have come in contact with my son between that Friday and that Monday. But again, they did not quarantine or isolate. They did not shut it down. They just, again, left it up to the, to the parents. And I know for a fact that when I picked my son up on that Monday, he was literally sitting next to a kid like literally right next to him when he tested positive. I instantly thought about that mom and dad who might want to know that their son was sitting beside a kid who tested positive, who was exposed by the teacher. So again, there's no quarantine, no isolation. Again, to me, that's irresponsible. That's poor leadership. So I was able to channel every piece of emotional intelligence that I had so really I so I wouldn't be hypocritical on here in my podcast when I talk to y'all every week and and I'm really proud of myself I think I really did a good job so thank y'all for holding me accountable because I know I have to talk to y'all every week and I didn't want to come on here and have to say anything say hey I'm 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 sorry I, did, I, I let you down but so I, I get the whole story I, I get the the alleged whole story of what happened and and how the teacher contracted COVID or what have you. And I'm not going to get into the details of the story, but regardless of what the story was and regardless of how the teacher got COVID, it does not make up for the poor leadership that was exhibited. Let's just say my son got COVID from somewhere else and not that teacher. My son was still in contact with every kid in his class on that Friday and that Monday. So the fact that you didn't shut those two classrooms down and quarantine and isolate, that's a problem because you're not taking into consideration the health and safety of those kids and even your staff members. And to me, that's poor leadership. That's where the dominoes fall because you probably have a handful, if not more, of children who are positive. Because as you know, at 18 months, one years old, two years, you're sharing everything, something hits the floor, you're eating next to each other. You're, so it germs and every, everything is getting passed around. And so I'm sure that my son came in contact with multiple children because he was with them 
all day Friday and all day Monday. And he tested positive. So the fact that they didn't shut down means that there's probably multiple kids around that kept coming back, that kept coming back every day and really for the rest of the week who had COVID or could have had COVID and they, and their parents may or may not have had it, but instead of shutting it down, what happened, they put, in my opinion, they put the profit before the people. They didn't want to shut down because they would lose two weeks worth of daycare. And I, and I get it. You, you got to get your money. You got to pay people. You got to have the supplies to feed the children and, and everything that you need to run a business. I get that. But is that worth an outbreak? Is it worth really being shut down because of an outbreak? So then the entire daycare has to shut down, not just the class or two, because what we have to understand is this isn't a school of just kids where they're the only child, like Trey's the only child, but there are kids in his class that have siblings in other classes in the school, but even at home that may not even be at the daycare that it can just get spread around. So the responsible thing to do is to quarantine, make sure everything's cool. Let's pick it back up in 10 to 14 days. We're good. But when profit is put before the people, that's when you have a problem. And so for us, we're now questioning the trust that we have because we don't know if we can trust them to do the right thing when something goes wrong. Now, they ended up citing the CDC later that week and putting a full mask mandate back in place, regardless of vaccination status, which we appreciate. I mean, we're happy to see that, but it's still, it's, we, we lost a lot of trust with how they handled the situation. And we saw all the domino effects because now my son had COVID and we believe once he contracted it, he actually passed it to my wife. And because she's vaccinated, her symptoms were mild. And because I'm my son's father, I ended up getting COVID. I'm vaccinated. My symptoms are mild, but I got it. And so now I'm quarantining from work. My son was exposed that Friday, but I went to work on Monday and then on Tuesday because on Monday I thought he was negative, but he ended up being positive. So I could have risked my like my colleagues at work. I could have risked exposing them. And so just a lot of different dominoes that fall when there's poor leadership choices. And when you take it out of the daycare example or the daycare scenario here, and you think about leadership, that's how a lot of businesses, that's how a lot of organizations, that's how a lot of families, that's how they crumble. That's how they fall because there's poor leadership. There's poor decisions that are made. There are unethical decisions that are made. There are irresponsible decisions that are made. And so when there is poor leadership, we can't trust, people can't trust you to do the right thing when they need you to do the right thing because you're thinking about the money. You're thinking about the optics. You're thinking about covering it up so nobody knows that something went wrong. You're thinking about covering up so nobody knows you made a poor decision or the wrong decision. And that's a problem. And until leaders have enough moral courage, have enough integrity, we're going to continue to see 
great people, great organizations, great families. We're going to see great relationships fall because of poor leadership. And so as I get out of your way today, I just want you to take two things with you. One, never put profit before people. Never put profit before people. Because when you do that, you're going to start making decisions and not having the best interest in people in mind, but having the best interest of either yourself or the bottom line in mind. And sometimes that may not line up with your values or line up with the organization values. And that may end up coming back to hurt you in the future. And the second thing I want you to take away is never be afraid to do the right thing. Never be afraid to do the right thing. It may be tough to do the right thing, but never be afraid to do the right thing. Because when you do the right thing, you gain some things. You gain trust, you gain respect, you gain credibility. But when you choose the opposite of the right thing, a lot of things come into question and you have to realize that the decisions that you make impact more than just you it impacts more than just you so never be afraid to do the right thing because if you do the right thing it's going to be a lot easier for you to sleep at night it's going to be a lot easier for you to stand by your decision and it's going to be a lot easier for the people that you may answer to to understand that he or she or they did the right thing and this just happened to be the outcome or the consequence of that. And we can live with that and we'll move forward from there. So I just want to thank you all for allowing me to share uh, what my, my family has experienced this past week. If any of you are worried or concerned, Trey is doing great. I think he's back to a hundred percent. I think midweek he got back to a hundred percent. My wife is doing great and I'm at about 90% myself. We're doing fine, but I just wanted to share that because the poor leadership that was shown in the handling of the situation really bothered me. And, and like I said, I, I, I said this before and I said it last week, there is leadership everywhere. There's leadership lessons everywhere. I didn't expect to find one last week, but it was right here in front of me. And, and I'd have been remiss if I didn't share that to just talk about some of the domino effects that poor leadership has. So as we're making decisions every day, as we're sometimes maybe afraid to make the tough decisions, understanding that we can't be poor leaders. We can't be weak leaders. We have to be courageous enough to make the right decision in spite of, in spite of the financial consequences, because we gain a lot more trust of humans that way and we'll and we'll go a lot further when we do the right thing so as always be the leader that your peers need to see